I feel like I, I felt like then there needs to be a thing of like sideways life. So a sideways life, as always, live life, love life, don't go to Bali. Hello and welcome to A Sideways Life, the honest guide to living and working abroad. My name is Leanne. My name is Al. And welcome back. Yeah, so um, if you've listened to the last episode, you realise that, or you'll know by now, that we kind of abandoned this a little bit for a while. And <laughs> I know, sad music, but <laughs> we are back and it's not guaranteed to be every month or every week. Sorry. Okay. I should explain that we are drinking a very strong drink. Which yes. Leanne made up, and it's basically three parts whiskey to one part Campari. Mm-hmm. Campari. Oh. Campari. Campari. Oh. Oh. Um, and so, um, yeah, we've had this our second one, and Leanne insists on doing them as doubles. So basically, we're about, we've had 104 shots, I think, basically, <laughs> in the last hour. So this could be a little bit of a shit show, but let's find out. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy yes. holidays. Happy holidays. What else do we say? Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Uh, what other language can you say? Um, um, bon Christmas in French, I think is where the, the way you oh say yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nadolog Slawen. Oh, is that Welsh? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. And we should really know how to say it in Croatian stroke Bosnian, but mm-hmm. it's some. It's a word with, they've got a line through the L. I don't even know say that, say that sound. We'll learn that for next week. We will. <laughs> we will. We will. There's homework for us. So today we thought we'd talk a little bit about our alternatives. Um, everyone, when you look on any of these kind of websites, they go, these are the top places you've got to go. And if you've traveled like us, and I'm sure when you're, if you're listening, you probably have traveled, you realize that you go to a place and you go, this is a bit shit. This is nowhere near as good as everyone said it was going to be. So our aim today is to give you, I think it's seven we've written down. Mm-hmm. We'd, this is literally about 40 minutes ago. We said, Leanne asked the question, what do you think is overrated? What do you think is underrated? Mm-hmm. And that's what made us think we should do this episode. So we are going to tell you the seven stroke, six stroke, eight. Can't remember how many. I think we've got eight. We've got eight. Where are they? I know you say them somewhere. Where am I looking <laughs> on my note? I sent them to your WhatsApp, Lee. Oh, Oh, no, I didn't press send. Hey, <laughs> uh, there we go. <laughs> I got him, I got him, I got him. So, so what we're going to do is we're going to tell you the places that most people go to, and then we're going to tell you the places that you should go to based yes. on our experience. Yeah, so so exactly what I said. There's all these tourist travel blogs that will recommend the same old places, and some of them might be great, some of them might be overrated, but we believe there is a better alternative to all eight on our list i would like to kick off with a very obvious one al <laughs> hmm i wonder where this is going instead of split try mostar so instead of croatia try bosnia and herzegovina well specifically herzegovina yeah Talk and i, I think well we've lived in split Mm-hmm. And we're currently living in Mostar, so I think I think we can talk to it. Split so. is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Split is an incredible city. It's incredibly beautiful. It's it it is stunning. It's right next to so many great islands. The food is decent. The wine is great. The problem is split is really freaking expensive, man. Mm-hmm. It is so expensive to the point where I honestly think. For a meal out, for a few drinks out, for even even like a walking tour, a bus tour, whatever you're going to do, we're talking UK plus prices. Yeah. 
recently, yes. Since they, since they joined back in uh, January 2023, which is the, currently the year we're in. Um, 2023, year of our Lord. Um, and, um, uh, and uh, yeah, they joined the euro and just prices almost doubled overnight. Mm-hmm. They were going that way anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's just like you go in there and you have a coffee and it's like two and a half, three quid. Which sounds, if you're coming from the US, what's that, about $5? You might go, well, I mean, that's still a little on the cheap side. Yeah, but it is. But when you just get into the tourist traps. Yeah. Ooh. And I think that's the, the issue we had. We love Split. And and we had some good nights in Split and some great meals in Split. But we were never, we were never much changed from like 200, 250 euros. Which for, just for a meal and a couple of drinks that's not like an all night it's not like going on to a, a few bars afterwards or you know doing all the tourist things during the day and then going out for dinner it, it is it's expensive and i think the thing about split why do you go because you go for the architecture you go for the beauty of the scenery you go for that balkan experience mustar i think is really cool because you get that side of it for anyone who doesn't know the history, we've not got time. It's probably a podcast series, let alone an episode. But both Croatia and Bosnia used to be part of the former Yugoslavia. The war in the 90s, they split up. Very dark period. Mostar is, and Bosnia in itself, is very unique in the Balkans because it has majority Bosniaks, which are primarily Muslim. It has Croats who are primarily Catholics and it has Serbs who are primarily Orthodox. So whilst that causes a lot of political tension, even to this day in Bosnia, what it does mean is you've got this melting pot of history and cultures and customs. So you can go to the Croatian side of Mostar and have a very different experience to the Bosniak side of Mostar. And because of that, you get almost two holidays in one. And then if you've got a car or you can hire something, you go down to the Republic of Serbska, which is mainly Serbian, and that's very different again. It's it's just a really interesting place to be, particularly if you enjoy traveling. It's a really interesting place to see all these cultures come together and, and mix together and, and at times collide. And I just think in terms of experience as a tourist, as a, as a traveler, you're going to get a much richer more round experience spending a week in Mostar than you would spending a week in Split. I love that, and that's and, and what's what's funny is that 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 the, the, the like the the three factions because it's made up of I think Bosnian government is made up of five t- five representatives of the Federation of of Bosnia and Herzegovina, but they have beef with each other, but they never have beef. Well, not never, but. We've never seen beef with us as tourists. No. Um, and they are the loveliest people until you start talking politics or until you until they talk to each other. Like we learned the other day that, and I'm not sure that we can say this, but we learned the other day that there was a school that was funded by, I think, the EU or someone. Or Japan or Was it something? Japan? It was, it was an odd, it was like yeah. basically. But there's a school created to, to kind of create harmony. And so they said, right, so we're going to make the school and it's going to be mixed. It's going to be Croat and Bosniak. Um, and so rather than them all like, okay, right, fine, we're going to start this new chapter in our lives, <laughs> the Bosniaks come in the morning and the Croats come in the afternoon and, the, and, the, and never the twain shall meet. Mm-hmm. And I think it's um, it's kind of like that. And it's, so don't come to the Balkans and talk politics. 
Never ask about it. Just mm-hmm. just don't say anything. Just accept the fact that people are just amazing. They're lovely and you're going to have such a great time. And so the basics for me for Split was that you get the same food that you get in Bosnia, in Split in Bosnia, mm-hmm. in the Croat side. But you also get the, get the Albanian and maybe the Turkish influence mm-hmm. in the Bosniak side for genuinely whatever you pay in euros in Croatia, you're paying marker. Uh, convertible mark km um in bosnia and that's half yeah. so you are literally paying half you will have such an amazing time in mostar taxis i think is one km per kilometer so basically 50 pence what's that 60 cents 70 cents us mm-hmm. cents per kilometer and it is such a great place yeah and it's the scenery is stunning it's beautiful and it is also a a very real and gritty place. You know, there's, there's beautiful parts of the city and there are still parts of the city that are very clearly look the same as they did in the 90s after the mm. war. It's it's an up-and-coming place and one that I honestly think in the next 10 years, everyone will be going to Mostar instead of Split. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Okay, so the second one, I'm going to jump I'm gonna jump around here because we, we kind of like geographically went outwards from Mostar. So I'm going to jump around and I'm going to say that if you have considered going to Krakow or you've considered going to Gdansk or any of the Polish cities and you've not considered going to a place called Rotslav, then you are missing out. Rotslav is spelled, <laughs> to us, to us Brits, is spelled Rawclaw, W-R-O-C-L-A-W. Um, but it's pronounced, as we found out when we got there, Rotslav. Such a cool city. Like, I, I'd liken it to the Manchester of the UK, where Krakow is London, and it's just, it's it's the what you'd expect in London. Whereas Manchester, you go up there, and you've got, like, kind of oasis Bill, you've got like this more gritty i want to i want to coin a phrase gritty rather than pretty mm. and i think that it's you don't go in there and go oh my god this is the most beautiful city in the world it is really nice yeah. it's really really beautiful but it's gritty and it's cool and one of the cool things there we were <laughs> we were there for the for christmas we were there for about a month in Rotslav. we went to like minus 18 or something mm. it was incredible um but we also went into the town and we went in and we asked for, was it there? We asked for hot wine and they automatically put some some cherry brandy in this mm-hmm. hot wine, which was lovely. Then this little kid who must have been about eight years old came up to us and said in Polish, basically, give me some money. And we went, I'm sorry, dude, we're English. And he went, no problem at all. Let's talk in your native language, eight years old. <laughs> My family is very hungry. Will you please give me some money? And we were like, well, we can't not give you. Is it Zloty over there, is it? Yeah, in, in yeah. We can't not give you it now. So very, very cool city. Um, really nice people. Again, like really friendly. Most people speak amazing yeah. English. I think that's true across Poland, to be fair. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then also the, um, what's the um, what's the dumpling across it? I want to say pierogi. Is that the right word? Pierogi, yeah. Pierogi's all over the place down there. There's mm-hmm. a great underground bar in the square. If you just search for on TripAdvisor for underground bar in the square, you'll find it. But yeah. Rotslav is my recommendation number two over Gdansk or Krakow. I agree. Rotslav is is ace. Really, really great. Keeping on maybe a Christmassy kind of theme because we were there as I said at Christmas. The Christmas markets are incredible in Rotslav. Prague. We all we all know Prague. We all we've all been. We've all had a beer. We've all probably gone to the Christmas market at some point, which is incredible and it is very cool. But I challenge you, instead of Prague. 
go to Bratislava. Mm. So again, anyone's listening who isn't sure of the history, and I don't know much about it, but basically you had the former Czechoslovakia that split again in the 90s, I think, after the war into two separate countries, uh, Czech Republic, which I think is now referred to as Chechnya. 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 I think Chechnya is Russian, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Chechnya, I think. And Slovakia. Prague, capital of... um, Czech Republic. <laughs> or Czechia <laughs> or, or whatever Czechia. it's called. Bratislava, the capital of Slovakia. Bratislava, man. I mean, again, it's not as pretty as Prague. It's not as polished as Prague. It's also not as touristy as Prague. Mm-hmm. And it's not as tourist trappy as Prague. I honestly think you can have a much more authentic experience there in terms of, of seeing things, talking to people. Again, the Food is great. The beers are great. The wine is great. An interesting fact about Slovakia, they make incredible white wine, incredible white wine. It's so good. They don't export any of it because all the fuckers drink it because it's so good. There's none left. There's none left to share with the rest of the world. It's too good. We're keeping it for ourselves and damn right they should because it is beautiful. Again, we went there at Christmas, the most beautiful Christmas markets much more affordable and it's not just about about cost but it's it's about value you know if you want to be in a in a beautiful european city at christmas with all the vibes that that brings you're going to get much more value for your money going to bratislava than you ever will going to prague or, or somewhere in germany bratislava is also incredibly beautiful it has a lot of history really the heart of the austrian hungarian empire so all the architecture is is incredible we actually, when we were there, we didn't stay in Bratislava City Centre. We stayed in a place called Devon, about 15, 20 minutes from the, the city centre. Really accessible, right on the River Danube. So beautiful, just stunning. And particularly that time of year when you get all the snow and the, it's cold, but it's not Rotslav cold. But it's cold, it's Christmassy, it gives you the vibes. It's, I honestly don't. I, I love Prague. Prague is probably actually one of the few places on this list I think deserves to be overrated. Mm. But if you gave me a choice, it would be Bratislava. Totally agree. Beautiful place. Again, beautiful people. Um, very unlikely to be ripped off. I remember I went to Prague and I went to go and buy a can of beer from... If, if you've been to Prague, you'll know what I'm talking about. There's the Christmas market in the main, very wide street that goes all the way down from the top. You'll know what I'm talking about from the castle at the top. And they, um, um, and I went to buy, I think I'm, I'm sure I only went and bought a can of beer. And I, and I came back and I was like, that was 13 krone, I want to say. Is that Prague? Mm. Krone, whatever the thing was. We worked it out. And I'd just been charged like nine quid for a can of beer. And I'm like, why? That's not cool. That's not cool. Whereas Bratislava, you go in, you go, can I have a hot white wine? Which, by the way, is mm. really nice. Hot white wine. They go, yeah, that's a euro. It's like, we're yeah. tourists. You should be charging us three euros. Yeah. No, 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 that's a euro. That's what it is. Yeah, and different beers to Prague. Obviously, Prague is, is world famous for its beers. They do have different beers in Bratislava. Equally as good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has a goat on it drinking yes. a pint. <laughs> Equally as good. And they have get all the different versions. Bratislava is, is really ace. And I think like anywhere that is like a university city, the youth of it just comes through. It is grittier. It is... Like those moody bars you want, that music that you want. It's it's a great place. Only word of warning, if you drive there, 
bear in mind, trams always have right of way. Oh yeah. There are there are roads you need to go across in a, in like on in your lane of traffic in a car that is basically a tram line, <laughs> and you're timing it so you just about don't die. Yeah. Like it's the only way. It's like foot down, hope hope for the best. So yeah, it, it's it's a scary place to drive in central Bratislava, but yeah, go. It's awesome. Absolutely, it's um. So it's basically the the idea is that you go there, you either get drunk or get run over by a tram. Which is much like Prague, actually, but you just spend less for the pleasure. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. And people, I think as well, because of that, it's not just about the price, but anywhere you go that's less touristy, Mm. the locals are much more inclined to spend time talking to you because it's not you're not exhausting as a tourist because the tourists are there all the freaking time asking the same questions. People got a lot more patience, a lot much, lot more time for you because it's not as saturated in terms of tourism. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's a really good tip, actually. Really good tip. So, if you're looking at going to Madrid in Spain, then I'd say five years ago we said Malaga, but maybe not Malaga right now. Go to Granada mm-hmm. instead because that's yeah. not one of that's not one of our official recommendations. That was just like an off the cuff. Yeah. So yeah. staying in Europe before we move slightly further east, and I want to say slightly further, I mean about two and a half thousand kilometers. <laughs> um, my one of my last ones that I want to talk about is um, hang on, I'm checking my notes. <laughs> this is it. So if you have heard of Slovenia, not the same as Slovakia. Slovenia. (laughs) Their their national anthem is amazing. It does sound a little bit like Wally Ann singing now. Um, uh, Slovenia has nothing to do with Slovakia. If you've heard of the two, absolutely nothing to do. It just happened to start with the same three three letters. Um, And and Slovenia is, again, part of the former Yugoslavia. Um, It's the most, never East really, most Western of the uh, of of the parts of uh, and it's basically it's almost it borders like Italy. it borders Italy and Germany, well Austria, um, and sorry, I sound like I just put Germany well, and Austria together. Austria. Same thing. <laughs> it's absolutely not the sorry, same Austria. thing. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to any Germans who are listening. That's not or Austrians. Oh God, I don't know who I've offended. I think I've offended everybody. Everyone. But anyway, so Slovenia, beautiful place, one of the most wooded countries in europe i think forested forested is that the right word Wooded there's lots sand? of trees there's a lot of trees apparently bears there apparently wolves and all that kind of thing but if you are going to go to Ljubljana, which is the capital give it a swerve go to maribor instead which is in the north one of the cool things about maribor is number one it's like the second city when leanne and i started first moving around mm-hmm. we went to the second city in every country because we were from man we're not from manchester unfortunately but we we lived in manchester for a long time so we were like second city for us is the best because the first one is just the capital city everyone goes there don't mm-hmm. go there so we went to maribor and it is just absolutely beautiful if you're thinking of going around about november go november the f- what's the date 11th 11th um, nothing to do with Armistice Day or anything. It's just, it's just that's when their wine festival happens. It's also got the oldest vine in Europe, mm-hmm. in, in Maribor. Great vine in Europe. Some amazing, amazing, amazing wines there. Also, the most amazing man in the world, Igor. Igor, our yeah. good friend, mm-hmm. um, who's an artist and a wine artist as well. He knows his way around wines. He's an incredible artist, and actually, if you go to the old vine house, which is a building that the oldest vine is attached to look at the floor it's the most incredible beautiful mosaic and it was our friend Igor who designed and and made that he is he's probably like low-key proper famous in Slovenia 
There are so many stories about Igor on our podcast. Um, yeah. We won't even go into it. We've talked about Maribor a lot before, I think. It's it incredible. Is. It is. We went to Ljubljana. Ljubljana is lovely. It's got some lovely bridges. Yeah. Very cool. But again, you know, you go and buy yourself a glass of wine. It's like, that'll be five euros, please. And it's like, well, hang on a minute, in Maribor, this will be a euro. Yeah, the nice thing about Maribor as well, and I think we spoke about it on the podcast before, it is the most beautiful part of the world in autumn. Like, the whole place is just orange. It's just, like, you know, all of those, like, every picture you have in your mind of what autumn or, or sorry, American listeners, fall looks <laughs> like. Maribor is, like, where those pictures come from. It's so beautiful. Again, the river, the the architecture, the people around it as well is is just a really beautiful part of the world there are places where oh hello unless so you got sorry. beef sorry the dog was making a uh, dog was making a fuss and i was just trying to very quietly <laughs> stop from making a fuss but i clicking realized your fingers in front clicking of my fingers in front of a recording <laughs> device is not the best way to do that yeah the other, uh, do you know what i think i really like is a place where you can go and you can have different experiences and maribor itself is a beautiful beautiful city small city you drive 20 minutes uphill towards Austria and then suddenly you're in a ski resort and it's snowing. Mm. And there's, and we, we were also there. We, that's actually where we spent quite a lot of, of lockdown in COVID. And it was just the most picture perfect place to be in, in the winter as well. The was. snow, the trees, it was just beautiful. So yeah, absolutely. Nothing against Ljubljana, but go to Maribor. And no one goes to Maribor. I don't understand why. Very cool place. Have you got anywhere else in Europe before we move, move to Asia? I don't. That was the last one. Okay. So where have you got in Asia then, love? In Asia. I think an obvious one. I think if you even listen to anything Al and I have said, you know that we think Bali can get in the bin. Shit. <laughs> Not fans. We tried it twice. We, you know, we were like, no, we'll go back. We'll show willing. It's busy. It's noisy. It's dirty. It's basically Sydney. I was going to say Sydney. Because there's so many freaking Australians and nothing about Australians. We love Australians. We love Australia, but it's, it, it, it you, you have no sense in Indonesia when no, you're in Bali. Absolutely. No sense at all. Everything's a freaking avocado and toast and chia pudding <laughs> and some kind of green juice. Comes with it, served on a mini surfboard. Yeah. Yeah. No, Bali, we just, we didn't vibe with it at all. No. And we were at the point where we were like, we were, we intended to spend a month in Indonesia. We've been here a second time. We've been here four days. We want to get on a plane and go back to Thailand. No, there must be somewhere we can go. So we had old school travel book, actual like physical book looking mm -hmm. through it. And I was like, Lombok's not far. And apparently it sounds nice. Um, and Lombok is incredible. Lombok is everything I imagine Bali to be mm. in terms of white sand beaches, in terms of lush greenery in the interior, in terms of people, in terms of the vibe, in terms of the food, in terms of the weather. It is the most beautiful place. And Lombok is a big island. And you, you've probably heard of the Gili Islands. So Gili Trangang, Gili Menor, Gili Air. Also incredibly beautiful, well worth the hype. The Gilis are stunning. But they are, they are not part of Bali in terms of province. They are part of Lombok. Lombok, the big island, is just awesome. It's just, I can't even begin to tell you how much of a paradise Lombok is. The people are so cool, so friendly, so attentive. 
The music there was great. Went to a music bar a few nights. We honestly made friends with people there. Like we stayed in the same hotel for maybe two weeks, I think, all in all. And by the end of it, they were like knocking on our door and be like, hey, we've got that gin you like back in. We're like, cheers, buddy. Be there in a minute. His name was Buddy. I'm just like, (laughs) Buddy. Um, We'd have the best conversations. It's just whenever I think, you know, whenever you're having a day and you're like, I wish I was somewhere else other than where I am. I close my eyes and my happy place is Lombok. 100%. Lombok is just one of those most amazing places where it should be 20 times busier than it is. Also, hope it never is. Yeah. Because well, if Lombok becomes Bali, <clears throat> yeah, devastating. So if you are considering Bali and going, you're talking rubbish. I've heard Bali's amazing. I, I follow an influencer who lives in Bali. Okay, so I here's a couple you, of... That's where they all freaking live, isn't it? Yeah, that's the problem. You go, you go to Bali... And you and you turn up in a, in anywhere like Changu or where's the monkey monkey place called? Oh, in the middle. I can't um, remember what it's called. I'm sure if you know anything about yeah. it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And basically, you turn up and you will struggle to find a Balinese person there because it's basically full of bros in in like tiny t-shirts, uh, ponytails, going. Let me tell you about my latest startup and look at my MRR and all that bollocks. Mm. Honestly. Meditating on the street and, because I think it looks cool. Yeah, exactly. If you are a poncy knobhead who loves looking at other people going, I wish I had your life, Bali's the place for you. Go. You'll love it. Absolutely love it. But if you are not a knobhead, then you will love Lombok. It and is one. And again, value for money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like it's Bali is just over westernized, overcrowded overpriced yep nice lombok is beautiful not as many tourists although to be fair we did we did go at a time where there weren't many as many tourists around it was a year after the earthquake i think and we were slightly off season but still it's it's just do you know what if you don't believe us just do us a favor plan your trip to bali go to bali go to ubud that's one in the middle ubud, go to one. changu experience it have your have your 20 dollar fish taco <laughs> and then get on a boat and go to lombok for two three days and the boat is really funny go on, sorry. the boat is amazing that's the story once you've done that come back to me and tell me i'm wrong there we go and leanne's email is leanne at gofuckyourselfbarley.com um, in terms of the boat, it is really cool because it's a fast boat that goes from Bali to um, Lombok that covers an enormous amount of distance on a boat. And I'm pretty sure it gets quicker from the port of Bali to the port of Lombok than it does from your hotel to the port of Bali. Yeah, uh, and you get 4G is. the entire way. You can sit on the deck. Oh, enjoy yeah, the, the deck. incredible, incredible scenery with a cool, cool bottle of beer. And do the gillies as well. The gillies are right, rightly hyped. They are yeah. incredible. Okay, so is it your turn or mine? It's yours. Okay, so my next one is Laos, not Vietnam. Mm. Um, I don't know if I'm saying this right. Should it be Laos, L-A-O-S, I, I want to say. Is that the heard it called both, yeah. yeah. Basically, it's the bit in the middle. Um, if you've heard of Luang Prabang and also, I, w- I want to say that Irish actor. Who... you got Thailand to the left of you, Vietnam to the right. <laughs> 
we're stuck in the middle with with Lao. Lao <laughs> <laughs> is incredible, absolutely amazing. To be fair, we only went to Luang Prabang. We didn't go to the capital, which I am trying to think of. I want to think of Sean Penn. I don't mean that. Um, I'm sh- Non Penn. That's the uh, <laughs> that's the capital of Laos, I think. Uh, but we went to Luang Prabang. Brilliant. Uh, very French influence, very yeah. strange. It was like you walked down the street and it felt like you were in Thailand, but everyone spoke French. Uh, the food was really good. Incredible. Uh, the... in, I mean, you can't... On paper, Thai-type food fused with French mm. doesn't seem to work. Mm-mm. But having a French sausage mm. in a yellow curry... I sounded quite rude there. To be fair, <laughs> fusion, you got you got a you got a Vietnam, right? And that is, I want to say Portuguese. No, what was the bit? Was, v- it? was it French as well? Anyway, so there was there was some there was some part of Vietnam that was maybe I've totally made this up. Vietnam for us was busy. Uh people were just out for themselves. Um, and of course, we're only basing on a very small period of time we're there. But well, we were there a good three, four weeks. Yeah, we went to Hano- Hanoi. We were there longer than we were in Laos. Were we? Yeah. Hanoi, uh, Ho Chi Minh. Uh, what's the one in the middle? Uh, we went to Hue. Hue. Most people go to Hoi An, but we went to Hue. Um, and just didn't really enjoy it. It was okay. I it was all right. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. You maybe went to the wrong places, but you know how people are like, oh, Vietnam is just like holiday of a lifetime, the most incredible. I, I, I didn't get it. The only thing you're not going to get in Laos is the beaches, which you will get in Vietnam. True. Um, but Laos was just incredible. Um, do that, do that. And we've, I'm sure we've talked about this on the podcast before, but if you go to Long Phang, do Cucumber Island. Yes. Which, whereas basically there's this, Mound of earth in the middle of the um, Mekong, 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 Mekong River, which is the same one that flows through Vietnam. Yeah. Um, so it, it it's there in the dry season. This mound of earth appears. The locals build huts on it and grow cucumbers because the land is incredibly fertile for growing cucumbers. We need lots of water. You go there, you get a little, there's just a dude who's just there on a boat and you go, can you take me to Cucumber Island? He's like, yeah, sure. It's like a quid. And you're like, all right, then you get in his boat. He put puts you across. It's like, you can, you could probably swim it to be fair. You get off, you have the most amazing cucumber spicy salad, like papaya salad in Thailand. Very similar, but with cucumber. You have a couple of beers. You watch the most incredible sunset you've ever seen in your life. You get back on your boat, you put put back. It's just insane the temples there are more beautiful than anywhere any that we saw in thailand or vietnam it's just oh it's just again what you imagine vietnam or what i imagined vietnam to be loud was 100 percent. and also there's like there's certain days where the monks will walk down the street um all, there's nobody we met who didn't speak English. There's a great place called, I want to say the, the the Motorcycle Club or something, which I think yes. was a bar in uh, Lauren Prabang, which was great. You go up the um, up the up the mountain to the, the temple, yeah. The temple at night, at sunset, that's cool. A lot of steps. Do your own research, but from our point of view, forget Vietnam, go to Laos. Yeah. 
Okay, your turn next, I think, Lee. Oh, is it? We got one more left. We got a couple more left, I think. Okay, so yeah. Speaking of Thailand, don't get me wrong. I've I've compared Thailand in a bad way to a lot of our choices. I love Thailand. I absolutely adore Thailand. We've spent probably all in all about three, four months there. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, and we've we've hopped around. We've done lots of different places. We've gone north. We've gone south. We've done islands, islands. Everyone talked about island hopping, and we've done a lot actually in Thailand. We've probably done about ten or twelve different islands. That's true. That's fair. Kosamui. Mm. Now, Alec Kenny, should on the off chance you are listening, dear friends, we thought your wedding was incredible, and we had the <laughs> best time <laughs> celebrating your love, celebrating your family. Falling in pool gutters. We had the best, <laughs> best time. And we love Samui for that. However, Kosamui is again very westernized, very tourist heavy, very built up. Instead of Kosamui, go to Kochang. Mm. Again. Fairly westernized, lots of tourists there. It's not going to be too far out of your comfort zone. Beautiful, everything you'd want in terms of accommodation from your five-star hotels to your beautiful threes to your beach beach shacks that are probably the best places to stay. Very large, lots to explore, but just somehow feels a bit more authentic and a bit more genuine, real. I don't know what the word is, but just more Thai than Samui. Yeah, and I think it's like, um, if you've ever been to, what's the place I'm thinking of that we spent one night in, it was a fucking horrific, uh, where all the old men go Paquette. to, yeah, Phuket, that's it. If you've been to Phuket, and then you've been to, even just Bangkok, and you go to the two, and you're like, oh, I see a big difference, then it's kind of like that difference. And I'm not saying that um, that Samui is like Phuket, because it's not. No, it's not, it's really not. It's not. It's a, it's a lovely place to go. It yeah. really is a cool place to go. But we're not intrepid travellers who will go to an island where nobody speaks English. Although we did once Although we go, did, actually. That was yeah. one of our favourites. <laughs> we did, actually, yeah. Kolibong, I think, was where we went. <clears throat> yeah, Kolibong um, is cool. That was really cool. Um, so we went there when there was, you know, and we've been to several islands where there's not even motor vehicles on the island and stuff. Um, but to be fair... Um, I feel that Chang is like that place you can go that you get the authentic feel without being frightened that mm. you're going to get mauled by a lion. Yeah, I mean, because let's not... And the, again, the cool thing, I guess it's the downside of Ko Chang, which is why maybe people don't go as much to Samui, is that it is a much further out of the way. It is much mm. further east. Mm-hmm. There's not as many islands around it. So if you're mm-hmm. hopping, you're limited on choice. I think it's only actually Kokud and Komak. Whereas if which you're, are definitely worth a look. Definitely worth a look. Whereas, you know, Coast Maria, there's other things nearby or you're not far, you know, an hour flight flight south and you've got loads more islands. But I think what you mean is like, and speaking of Kokud and Komak, which are off Chang, and if you are in Chang, you should definitely, definitely go to. Kokud is, again, freaking paradise, man. That is possibly the best day of my entire life was spent on Kokud. But like you say, a bit dangerous, lots of snakes, lots of spiders, lots of scorpions scorpions things that are going to kill you 
around. At, at night, we we lay in the in the little cottage at the very edge of the island with the sea. We could hear we could hear the beautiful sea lapping against the thing until this freaking I want to say iguana. I think it's an iguana. Yeah, massive like size of a fucking cat starts running across our roof at night. Yeah, and just just drowned out the yeah. sounds of paradise but anyway sorry carry on but i think the thing is islands like that are cool because they are much more unmarked they're not as built up they are that little slice of paradise which is beautiful for a couple of days but let's be honest if you want if you want to go out you want to go to different restaurants different bars hear some music go to different beaches you need somewhere a bit bigger which is why places like Phuket and coast Murray are so popular the thing about kochang what i really enjoy is you get all of that you get the different areas with their different vibes, the different bars, the fire shows on the beach and everything you'd want to see as a tourist going to a Thai island. But there are still these pockets where it is much quieter, where it is much more, not local because it's not, it's still massively touristy Chang. but you feel you can, like there's a smaller bar. You're not sat in like a a massive like cocktail westernized bar. You're sat like on the side of the road at a wooden shack having the best pina colada you've ever had. And I just, I really like Kochang for that. Like you can, it's big enough that you have all these different experiences, but it's it's not over touristy enough that you can still feel like you're having some kind of authentic Thai island experience. I don't know. If you, if you don't like things being built up and westernized, you probably will hate Kochang. Go to Kud or Mac or Labong or... Um, what is it, Ko, Ko Yaonoi or that type of stuff. But if you're looking for something more built up, holiday, vacation type island, Samiri is an obvious choice. Go for Ko Chang. 100%. You have just nailed it there. I feel Lee, like we talked a lot in this podcast. We have. I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the time. You, we're at 37 minutes. <laughs> we thought we'd re- record about five minutes and then just head off. But a um, couple of sad things have happened. First of all, it's the end of the podcast because we finished talking. Uh, secondly, my drink is empty. That's also very sad. Mine is almost empty. I do have one special mention though before, Go on. before we close, if I may. Because of all the places that are underrated, and speaking again of Alec and Kenny, who I don't think listen to this podcast, but if you do, hi guys, we love you and we can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. They introduced us to Myanmar. It, you can't really travel there now. It's, it's a country in conflict. It's, it's heartbreaking when, you know, you see what's going on there. But it's somewhere that we were very lucky enough to go to, I want to say 2018. Yeah, sounds about right. We went to Yangon. We went mm. to Napoli, mm-hmm. which is on the coast. Incredible. Like, we're not intrepid travellers. We're not brave. We don't go to the places where, you know, no one's ever been before. But we're going to get arrested. Yeah. But Myanmar was a place that felt like you were, you were one of the first people discovering it. But it was still felt, it felt at the time, felt very safe, felt very secure, felt touristy enough that you weren't like a lemon in, in, in a box of apples. But Can I just take take a second just to appreciate that amazing analogy? Thank like, you. You didn't look like a lemon in a box of apples. Yeah. You might be the first person in the world to ever say those words together. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. It was just ace. It was just cool. And again, what was it? Again, I think what we love, I think what is becoming clear from our list is we love 
places that are melting pots of culture. And me and Mara again was that place where there was so much influence. We went to, we remember that day you took us on, the, on our, our own walking tour because it didn't exist at all. We couldn't find it to do it. So I like, like did loads of research and download different things. And we went for breakfast in the Chinese quarter. We went walking around um, like a park, the main park, like like Central Park. Kind of, and you kind of feel like that because it was so built up around and you'd look one way and it'd look like high rise buildings. You'd look another way and it'd look like, like temples you look the other way and it looked like british architecture because the bricks were there for quite a while sorry about that sorry but then we went for we went for lunch in the indian quarter and had the most amazing <laughs> curry probably better curry than we actually had in, in india yeah then we went to like a like a british hotel and had afternoon tea and then we were swung by a couple of cool like meanies bars on the way home and then we sat on plastic chairs and again had one of the best jean teas I've ever had. For about 80 pence, I think, the gin and tonic, gin and tonic was. Yangon is like, and I love Bangkok and I would absolutely encourage anyone to go bang, to Bangkok. Again, it's worth the hype. But Yangon, man, it's it's similar vibe in terms of how busy it is, but it's completely different in terms of the experiences you can have in Yangon. And then you go to Napoli, an hour on the West Coast, again, what you imagine paradise whites on beaches to look like the kindest people who are so enthusiastic and so happy to see you who want to share their culture share their country <sighs> Myanmar I hope we could come back to you one day because you are probably my favorite place we've ever been I totally agree. We were there um, over the water festival. If you've been in the Easter around the water festival time, uh, people will just basically come up to you and say, can I throw a bucket of water over you? And you, and you go, yes, of course you can, because it's you're very privileged for them to do that. It was just incredible. We were there in a bar and there was like three lads and um, they had a few beers and they weren't Larry. They were just, they were just having a few beers. And like in Manchester, you know, they'd be just getting started, but then... One of them got a bit drunk, and the other guys like took him out, and then and then two of the other two of his friends come over, which was said, "I'm so sorry for my friend," and we're like, "We're from Manchester, mate. This is like eleven o'clock in the morning in Weatherspoons <laughs> in Manchester." So yeah. yeah, so there you go. You got an actual bonus there. So you got you not only to say Napoli, which is the most incredible place in the world, but if you are thinking of Bangkok, and you've been a couple of times, and Yangon is safe. If you listen to this, and Yangon is safe, I think what's the what's the other name for it? Burma. Isn't, no, that's Myanmar is also known as Burma. Uh, Yangon was known as. Uh, Come on, listener, if you heard, if you know this, a sidewayslife at gmail dot com. No, I'm gonna have to look it up, Al. Well, while you're doing that, I will do a quick summary. Then, so we the place we said was instead of going to Split, go to Mostar. Instead of going to Dubrovnik, go to Kotor. Those people who are who've been listening properly will realise we never actually spoke about that. Uh, instead of going to Prague, go to Bratislava. Instead of going to Krakow, go to Wroclaw in Poland. Instead of going to Ljubljana or Bled, go to Maribor. Instead of going to Vietnam, go to Laos or Laos. Not quite sure how to say that. Instead of going to Koh Samui, go to Koh Chang. And if you have, if you do nothing that we've actually recommended here, then please, in the name of all that is holy, fuck off Bali and go to Lombok <laughs> because Bali is shit. I stand by my earlier point, go to Bali, plan your trip, do your business, just work in a couple of days in Lombok and I then disagree. come back and we'll chat. 
No, because they'll go and they'll be like, shit, Leanne, you're right. And I'm like, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, did you find out what, what, what the... Um, Rangoon. Rangoon, which is the English version, is it? But Probably colonised version, yeah. One of the, one of the cool things about, uh, about Yangon, though, was that um, you could use the different quarters. So there was the Hindu quarter, there was the Chinese quarter, there was the sort of Vietnamese quarter. Um, also, look how people chewing stuff. Cool. Oh, they chew tobacco, tobacco yeah. and then spit and on the, the like the um clay that they the yeah, put on their yeah, cheeks yeah. for like SPF sunscreen. Oh, it's just yeah. such an amazing, amazing place, and I so yeah. hope it opens up again. Beautiful hotels as well. Leo. Like we're we're not the kind of we're not the kind of people that are bougie on five stars, but oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, hundred percent. And if you if you like the um like the temples in um oh, yeah. Cambodia, then you will love them in Yangon. They're basically like. Temples in Cambodia, but just blinged. Made of gold, literal gold. Literal gold. Yeah. But go at sunset, by the way. Yeah. Leah, 45 minutes. This is supposed to be 20 minutes. So oh, I know. It's such else... good memories. Such good memories, man. Anything no. else to add? No, the only thing I want to add is if we don't get our horses to Southeast Asia next year, we're doing life wrong. You're going to leave me? No, I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> <laughs> so stick with us if you like this kind of thing occasionally probably once every two weeks is probably realistic um then click that subscribe button tell all your closest friends post. and get in touch we're a bit we're actually a bit shit on instagram actually we say get in touch with instagram but we don't check it very much we also don't check a side of his life email um so good luck but yeah. do get in touch may the may they what were they saying hunger games may the something be with you yeah no, no, do get in touch. I'll keep an eye Thanks, on it. Thanks, Leah. I just, re- just leave me hanging there. What was the question? Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. You were, I could I see you were already thinking the, um, about your next thing you were going to say. Carry on. Oh, may the odds be ever in your favour. Carry on. Yeah. See, that's guy plus two. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'll keep an eye out. Let us know what yours are. What yeah. do you think is overrated? Where would you recommend we go instead of somewhere else? Especially if you have any recommendations. We are planning a very brief, albeit exciting, four or five day road trip from... Uh, must start back to the UK this December. We're thinking, we're thinking like some northern Bosnia, Liechtenstein, probably somewhere in Belgium. Um, but if we've got that wrong, tell us where should we go? Yeah, we'd love, we'd love to hear that, and we'll send you pictures of where we are. So, um, I feel like I, I feel like then there needs to be a thing of like sideways life. So sideways life, as always, live life, love life, don't go to Bali. I feel like there's like some kind of like... I think that sums it up. Live life. Love life. Don't go to Bali. See you soon. You'll thank us. Bye for now. Bye. Bye.